0: You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment.
1: You you hired somebody that
2: doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. Eight nine the game.
1: And now, broadcasting
2: live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks.
3: I will ride with the Wolves. I'll run with the Wolves. I'll run with the Wolves.
1: And Eric Fry. Why are all the fingers getting pointed at me? It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
3: Happy welcome in here on this Wednesday. You know what that means. It's also the fourth day of the new year, fourth day of January 20 and 23. Have you messed up yet on your dates, writing them down? It's not 2022 anymore. 23, put it down. What's happening here? It's the starting lineup. We're here on uh, 98.9 of the uh, game ESPN radio, hanging out with you until the uh, noon hour here on Treasure Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you, of uh, course. And uh, coming up here on the uh, program, we got local sports lined up for you. We'll talk about all the uh, stuff that happened uh, last night in high school boys basketball, also, a couple girls basketball games. As well from last night, Altamont in action, Cumberland in action. We'll get to everything else that happened around the area as well from last night. We'll take a look at the NBA from yesterday. Giannis putting down a 50-burger last night. Just people dropping great performances left and right. Mm-hmm. And also the NBA, did you read about this? That they admit that they messed up on that Cavs-Bulls game the other night. I did With see Donovan that. Mitchell. So Yeah. Uh, we'll take a look at uh, that, and we'll also take a look at uh, some uh, college basketball from last night as well. No defense was played in that Kansas State Texas basketball game, and we'll explore that as well as we do have an Illini game as uh, they're yes. back in action uh, tonight. As we finally get into uh, the teeth of a Big Ten uh, play. Conference, and uh, we're already going to in uh, the uh, Big Ten, but that's okay. We face Northwestern tonight. We'll take a look at uh, that game uh, coming up, and we might hit up on a little NHL as well. And whatever we don't get to here in the uh, Trusher Hour, we get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion. Of course, you can download that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast. iTunes, Spotify, our website, FEM Radio. Dot com and it's a new year but it's the same uh, starting lineup and of course uh, the starting lineup would not be possible here in this new year without mcmahon meets dingley insurance agency wet pools and spas worth computer repair and uh, to topless state uh, bank we appreciate uh, them and we appreciate all of you uh, for uh, listening in whether you're here uh, live with us or you're catching us in the uh, pod so we got stuff to uh, talk about a lot to uh, get to here today so we need to jump right into it and let's get into it like we always do and let's kick it off with first things first
2: before we get
3: into the show Things first. And we're starting off with the the news that kind of broke during the uh, podcast, just as it uh, finished up, and we uh, stopped the recording uh, later in the day. Yeah, per usual, there it was uh, updated. The NFL uh, sent out a message about that they're not making up the Bills and uh, Bengals game uh, later on this week. Uh, but uh, you know, maybe that's not the the first thing. Uh, but the first thing was that DeMar Hamlin's still there in uh, the University of Cincinnati Hospital, and uh, he is showing signs of progress, as uh, signs of positivity. Uh, there, as uh, a couple of different a family friends uh, spoke to him, spoke to uh, ESPN outside of the uh, hospital, and uh, showing signs of improvement. The doctors are kind of liking what they wanted to see uh, overnight of some of his uh, vitals, uh, so that is a very positive news, uh, there for DeMar Hamlin still, uh, still listed as critical condition though. And I'm sure we'll get more updates, uh, throughout the day. Uh, but that's, uh, you know, first things first there that at least the showing signs of some, uh, positivity, uh, there. And, uh, so that's some, uh, at least some good news. So all yeah. those, uh, positive vibes and positive prayers are, uh, seem to be, uh, certainly helping at least, uh, it, yesterday.
1: It's definitely not hurting. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, So I'm I'm glad that, you know, he's making some progress Um, because last I this is actually news to me because last I had heard um, they were concerned about like lung damage and stuff like that. But, Uh, yeah, they um, are, you know, still it's good that he's making some progress. It's good that um, that that this is hopefully going to it's trending in the right direction, we'll say. Right, yeah,
3: and not what it could have, not what it could have been uh, there for sure. You know, yesterday it was also updated that you know he was originally on one hundred percent oxygen, but then that went down to a fifty percent oxygen. So that means that he's, uh, he's starting to uh, breathe on his own uh, again. Uh, there, so uh, that is good. And then you know with the Conflicting reports of uh, the friend, or I can't remember if it was the friend. I know the uncle kind of reported uh, that he had to be resuscitated twice, but it looks like that is uh, that he just had to be resuscitated on the field right. uh, there at the stadium. Uh, the uncle reported, I think originally, that he had to have be resuscitated in the stadium, and then also uh, when he once he got to the hospital again, it looks like that's not the case. He was uh, just resuscitated once, but. Uh, That's the only other uh, news that I saw Mm -hmm. uh, from yesterday on the condition of uh, DeMar Hamlin for uh, the Buffalo Bills and, you know, Buffalo – Back in Buffalo yesterday, and the fans, um, and, uh, the fans uh, coming out, yep. and uh, of course uh, the uh, Bills will go through some walkthrough, and they'll have some meetings, mm-hmm. and I did hear that they did have some meetings yesterday, but obviously the media is not being made available right. uh, to them, and that's going to continue uh, today as well, and I know uh, some other NFL teams are not having a media availability uh, either. Uh, they're in some of the preparation for uh, Week 18 because uh, the NFL uh, sent it out that they're making no changes to the Week 18 uh, schedule. So it's going to go on as scheduled, on as planned.
1: Right. So as of this moment, the NFL has not decided on what they're going to do with the Bengals-Bills game. Yep. They haven't said it's a tie. They haven't said it's canceled. Right now it's just kind of in a state of limbo. What we do know is that it will not get made up before this weekend. Right. That is what we know we Mm -hmm. also know that this weekend's schedule is not shifting Mm
3: -hmm. yep
1: those are the two things we know for sure yep other than that it's still up in the air right so who knows what could happen uh, yeah, and
3: we mentioned uh, yesterday about, you know, what would it take for you to be all right to uh, play again, and it was just uh, just really the, the status of uh, DeMar Hamlin there, whether he's going to be okay or one way or the other, and uh, so uh, maybe if he keeps trending in the right direction, obviously it's going to be way too soon to uh, play the game this Sunday against the Patriots, uh, but... Uh, I still don't see there. There's any way you could go back to Cincinnati after seeing that expression. But I mean, if he's okay, it's one thing. But still, it's going to be tough and, and to again, make up this game.
1: It, it, there may not be a choice. I know because again, this it's not like the Bills are two and ten and the Bengals are you know five and five. I know you know or, or whatever. Yep. I know those numbers don't add up, but. You know, it's not like these are two teams that it doesn't matter. Like, this game is very important, not just for those two teams, but for the rest of the AFC. Mm-hmm. So it, it really comes down to you are going, unless things fall a certain way in that it doesn't matter if um, the seedings are all locked up by this weekend, mm-hmm. which can happen. Yeah, it, can it can happen without that game being played. Yeah. And the
3: NFL is hoping that that's, that's the best the, case scenario. Yes. <laughs>
1: if not, we already know. I mean, if not, then it's probably going to be, I would guess, Wednesday would make the most sense to me. Yeah. that would still give them a couple of days to get ready for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I've also heard Travis reports of they push the playoffs back. Yeah, that could be too. And that you just have the AFC and NFC championship games – Right, yeah. The Pro Bowl week. Yeah, and that
3: also was discussed yesterday as well. Not only the Bills and the Bengals for that matter of being prepared to play another game, not just against each other, but just a game in general. So mm-hmm. uh, how comfortable are the rest of the NFL to play this weekend after seeing what happened on Monday?
1: Well, like like we said yesterday, there's too much riding on the line for the players, as we talked about, with bonuses. With stuff like that, with you know records and and stats and all that stuff, for them to not play this weekend, I feel. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I don't know how you can and be comfortable with it.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. No matter what, it's going to be because it's going to be too soon. Y-
1: you can't. Well, at least they haven't said at this point in time, and I I could be wrong, but I haven't seen anything saying oh, it was an underlying health condition that he had that we didn't know about that just kind of shook up. It was a freak accident.
3: Freak accident, that's right. Which means it
1: could happen to anyone. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. It's not like, oh, it was, you know, he had an underlying health condition we didn't know about, so it's not going to affect player B. Mm Mm-hmm. No, this was a freak accident that happened, so it could happen to anyone else again. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so uh, the scenarios we kind of ran through yesterday for the playoffs for everybody else, but uh, the Chiefs still have the opportunity for the number one seed. They can win plus a Bills loss, uh, or they can clinch it with uh, two Bills losses and a Bengals loss uh, as well. Uh, The uh, Bills can clinch it uh, any of the following ways, two wins or uh, a a Chiefs loss plus uh, winning, uh, but against the uh, Patriots and the Bengals and Chiefs would both have to lose uh, this week. So, you know, right right there, you know, if the Bills take care of business on Sunday, as tough as it'll be, mm-hmm. uh, they win against the Patriots, plus have uh, two Kansas City losing on Saturday and then Cincinnati uh, losing against Baltimore. But I don't see that uh, date uh, scheduled uh, yet. I didn't see a time for that Bengals Ravens game. Yeah, that's the only one that I hadn't seen. I know that uh, looks like that the Bills and Patriots will uh, be uh, battling at noon on uh, Sunday as of right now uh,
1: there for week 18. And you know, like you said, if, if the Bills take care of business, you know, but that's that's a hard ask for them right now.
3: Mhm.
1: And you know, I'm sure that there's going to be extra motivation because of what's online, because of what's happened, you know, we've heard we've heard a lot of times, and again, I'm going to use my NASCAR area of expertise here because it's what the sport I know the best, and that is a lot of drivers say, I feel the most comfortable when I get in that car and strap myself in because all of the outside noise and all the outside factors disappear. Mm-hmm. It could be the same way for the Buffalo Bills. The place they may want to be, Travis, is on that football field. Because on the right. football field, they don't have to ask, ask questions. They don't have to answer any questions. They they don't have to think about it. All they have to think about is football.
3: Right. But then again, on, on the other side, I, I see what you're saying there. But the, on the other side, it's like this thing happened on the football field. So it's hard not to think about. Yeah, but how many
1: times do we see, you know, for example – a semi driver involved in a accident, well what's he what's the first thing he's wanting to do? Get back in his semi. Oh, yeah. Get back to work. Like people are programmed different. I understand what you're saying. But I also understand the fact of I want to return to normalcy. And for Grab. these these guys, playing a football game on Sunday is normalcy. That is normalcy to them. So it may be a case and I'm not saying it's for everyone each individual person is different but i'm sure there are some people on the team who are like i just want to get back to the playing football and get back to normalcy because it blocks out everything else that's happened yeah so you never know what could transpire right yeah exactly so um Again, this is a position none of us have ever been put in. Yeah, exactly. Not fans, not broadcasters, not players, not coaches, not owners, not GMs. This has never happened before. Mm -hmm. So everyone's reaction is going to be different. And everyone's reaction is going to be unique to themselves. And I don't think I cannot sit here and say that is the wrong reaction. Because I don't know what the right reaction is because it's never happened before.
3: Right. Yeah definitely for sure People definitely uh, handle situations And stressful situations uh, Differently uh, for sure
1: So It reminds me Travis And this is probably going to go over 99% of the people's heads But that's okay because it'll matter to you It reminds me of the night Owen Hart died And they yeah. kept the pay per view going After he died in the ring mm-hmm. Now yeah. we can look back and go That was a wrong call Don't do that but at the time, we didn't know what the right call was. Never happened before. Same thing with this. We don't know what the right thing is. It's never happened before. Right. I, I think on Monday night, the NFL made a great call. They did the right thing. Yeah. But now moving forward, what is the right call? Whether mm-hmm. you're talking about this weekend's games or that game that needs to be made up, what's the right call? Right, yeah, and I think that
3: shows you what the, the difference is between a legit uh, sports league and the circus that is yes. the, the WWE uh, of that situation. And it was a different time period as well. Back in uh, 1999, when the Owen Hart uh, situation happened, uh, no, uh, no smartphones were in sight. So uh, the, the yes. night that we that we found that out, it was uh, the audience at home and uh, the wrestlers and commentators and personnel at the building. It wasn't really the, the audience, so they, right. they didn't know. And I don't think that would happen uh, today. I think no. we need go ahead and uh, cancel it, especially yes. with uh, the news traveling fast on Twitter and social media. But
1: again, is that because they learned from the previous time? I'm sure. You know? Uh, yeah. So, uh, again, it's happened before now in, in that sport, entertainment. So you know what to do now. This hasn't happened in the NFL before. Yeah. Sure. So we're all into uncharted waters right now. We are.
3: Yep. So uh, the only thing that we can uh, hope for is, is still signs of uh, positivity there for Demar Hamlin there at the University of uh, Cincinnati Hospital. So hopefully we'll get some more uh, updates as we go along uh, through uh, the week, and we're going along uh, through the show as coming up we're going to be talking to some local basketball up next here on the Star Lineup. We'll be right back to the
1: starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment.
2: Winter is almost here. Is your car ready for daily commute? Stock your vehicle with supplies such as snow shovel, broom, and ice scraper. Abrasive materials such as sand or kitty litter may help when you get stuck. Jumper cables, flashlight, and warning devices such as flares and emergency markers may help when problems arise. Blankets, a cell phone charger, food, water, and necessary medicines may also be necessary for longer trips. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the FM Police Department. Please prepare your vehicle and yourself for the upcoming winter. Steps now may protect you and your passengers.
0: 3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
3: Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends.
2: You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank and Topolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC.
0: Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Oh, want better visibility to get you through the winter? A new pair of premium wipers can help. Right now, you can earn a $10 bonus reward when you buy a pair of Rain-X Quantum Wiper Blades. See better and stay safe on the road all winter long. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Offer available to AutoZone Rewards members.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Ollie. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a 10. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. And now. Is Phillip Rivers a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. No rinks. That's is high. <laughs> He's a it's Hall of Famer, thing, Travis.
3: It's the only thing that matters.
1: The starting lineup. He carried really bad Dolphins teams to the Super Bowl unfortunately it was against the 49ers oh well that's a shame you know sometimes Travis just gets under my skin when a Super Bowl dude on 98-9 Nine, the game according to this Travis feels that Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Philip Rivers Jim McMahon Mark Griffin Phil Sims better Steve Young Joe Flacco Ken Stabler mm-hmm. Brad Johnson Jeff Hosteller, Len Dawson of course Ugg Williams much better quarterback Trent Dilfer mm-hmm. Joe Theismann hmm all I'm hearing are Super Bowl winners
4: Party
3: people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. Now come on, then come on. Welcome back in here to the starting lineup 98.9 of the game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you, hanging out with you until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. Let's get into uh, some uh, local uh, basketball action uh, from uh, last night. Let's start with the two teams that we covered here on our family of networks. And we will start off with Altamont as they continued their winning ways into 2023. They won six games in a row now, and they did it 77-53 over Shelbyville last night. And so Altamont picks up win a number 11 on the season. And it was kind of slow out of the gates for Altamont as Shelbyville jumped out to the 62 lead. And then eventually Altamont got it going. They got a couple threes from Dylan Elam and Avery Yarhouse. Allison Avery would not be done making threes on this night, and a back-to-back threes from them in the first quarter gave Altamont the lead 9-7, to but Shelbyville would use some of their defense, and they'd have a couple blocks on the defensive end, and Altamont would have some turnovers in that first quarter, and they would be tied after one quarter, but Uh, Then it was kind of a weird uh, second quarter as Altamont came out on an 11-0 run to begin the uh, second quarter, and uh, Yardhouse had another three, and Mason Robinson, those two guys, it was the the Batman and Robin show for Avery Yardhouse and Mason Robinson last night. Altamont got after that lead 25 2 14 but then the Rams would come back with a run of their own. They went on a 7-0 run. They cut it down to a four, had a couple threes from Ethan Wells and Mason Jones. And then uh, Ada McManaway, who slid into the lineup or slid into the rotation, also had a a three in that second quarter. And uh, after all that, you know, the lead went to four, but then Altima got it back to eight again. At the half, 32-24, and Altamont just took a stranglehold of the game in the uh, third quarter. Uh, Yardhouse would make a couple more threes, and that would be six on the night for him. And uh, Robinson was so pour nine points into the uh, third quarter, and uh, so uh, that would lead by a 20 after three quarters, 56-36 uh, there. And uh, three-point shooting was on it. Last night, and Altamont pulling off a another a W there with Mason Robinson with 23, Yardhouse with a 22, and Jared Hammer getting there into double figures as well, 10 points, and Coach Nevers said it was his best game of the season, at least from a points perspective there. Mm-hmm. We know uh, Hammer does. Uh, doesn't get a lot of points at night in and night out, but he
1: uh, poured in double figures uh, last night, which was uh, nice to see. Absolutely. It's always nice when you can have unexpected offense come from unexpected places, Right. Uh, especially on a night where maybe you needed a little bit more offense from other people than than you would expect. So uh, Altamont, like you said before, I argued a little bit with you. I'm, I'm not arguing with you this time. Altamont's the hottest team in our area.
3: Yeah, a couple of other teams would would
1: argue that. Now Travis, last time I argued, you got all <laughs> upset. Now I'm saying no, nope, not arguing. But and then, You're like, well, oh, wait a minute. There's but, some other.
3: But then again, I thought I thought about it again, and I took a look at around the area, and there's a couple other teams that have some uh, arguments uh, to be made, but uh, yeah, Altamont is playing some yes. amazing ball yes. uh, right now on this uh, six-game win streak now. Uh, luckily, Altamont does have a deep rotation anyways, mm-hmm. but uh, fortunately, last night, uh, Wyatt Phillips was in a walking boot uh, uh, last night, so it looks like he's going to be without uh, his services uh, for a while there for Altamont, and that's the only early news that I heard uh, on that front, but, uh, but luckily, it's you know Altamont's already deep enough, right. but Uh, Disappointing there with uh, uh, Phillips coming off the all-tournament team there at Assessor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you know, Altamont will keep it going, and uh, they're back in action. It's a big one on a Friday. It's going to be hosting a Dietrich there also. It's a special night there in Altamont. It's going to be a balling for a cure. Uh, proceeds going to with two families in need dealing with uh, uh, cancer yeah. there in the community. So uh, come out and uh, support that. And if you uh, can't make it out
1: to Altamont gym on a Friday, we'll have the coverage for you on Jack FM. Yeah, definitely a big. Big NTC matchup uh, this Friday night there uh, between Dietrich and Altamont. Yeah,
3: throw the uh, old records out the window
1: when these two uh, match up. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter,
3: so uh, it'll be uh, fun on uh, Friday. Let's talk about the uh, Cumberland Pirates as uh, they held on for the victory over Heritage last night. 59-250 was the final. Mm -hmm. Eric, tell us about it.
1: Well, coming into the game, Heritage 3-11 on the year, but... Travis, you've been a part of some Cumberland Heritage games where Heritage plays Cumberland really tough. Yeah. And they are a very physical team. They are. They just always have been. This was a game that was as well. Cumberland started off 16-6 to after the first quarter. You thought, all right, this, doing what we need to do. And then suddenly the offense went away, and the defense went away, and it was 24-20 to at the half. And mm-hmm. you're going, what has happened? Cumberland would then come out third quarter. They outscored Heritage by two in that quarter, so they, you know, went up. um, But really, it was tied at 32 in that third quarter. Mm -hmm. So Heritage battled back from being down 10. Sometimes it was 12 at times throughout the game. Yeah. To tie it up at 32, Cumberland then went on a 6-0 run to end the quarter, including a buzzer-beater three-pointer by Bryant Weber. So you take that three off, really, Cumberland got outscored in that third quarter as well. By mm-hmm. a point, yeah. Cumberland then came out, ended up doing what they needed to do in the final quarter to pick up the fifty nine fifty win, and it was a gentleman who, for the first time this season, Travis was not starting. Cumberland mm-hmm. dealing with some injuries, just like Altamont is. You know, we yeah. already know Jackson Bolt still mm-hmm. not playing. Kelby Bierman right. is still hurt. Um, so I, I I didn't get to talk to Coach about the reasoning why. But McGee was out of the starting lineup. He did not start. Instead, Caleb Bierman started. Mm-hmm. So McGee came in. Travis had 28 points at the end of the day. I was going to say, love the 20 team. points in, in, in the second half alone. And he hustled, and he played hard. And I think it was a little bit of a wake-up call for not just him, but for the rest of the seniors on the team that this isn't a guarantee that mm-hmm. you're going to be starting every game. Right. With that being said, Coach was still none too happy with the effort <laughs> after the game. Defensively, there were a lot of breakdowns. And it, 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 it's just a case of you don't know quite what motivates this Cumberland team. They just can't seem to get going for a full game. They mm-hmm. they can't play good defense the entire game. They they give up too many rebounds. They, they tied in rebounds with a the heritage did, team, yeah. Travis, that didn't have a player over six feet. Hmm. that shouldn't happen. Right. Especially when you got McGee and Hendricks. I know Bolt not being out there does kind of hurt you rebounding-wise, but Hendricks is still a great rebounder, and McGee is still a great you know rebounder. He got some height on him as well. Yeah. It was just doing the, the small things that the Pirates just can't do for a full game. And as right. Coach said post-game, he said, you can get away with it here. He said, we can't get away with it playing quality opponents. And right. that's what Cumberland has to be leery of, is making these mistakes against good quality opponents because they won't come back from them. Right. Yeah, you said uh, rebound sometimes doesn't
3: always uh, deal with the size. It's all about yep. effort and effort. positioning yep. uh, as well. Yeah, like you said, you know, you- You get away with it against Heritage, but maybe not against Decatur, LSA, or something like that. Or Arcola,
1: who's playing some good basketball as well. I saw that
3: score from last night. 58% from the field uh, Heritage shot. You compare that to 48% for Cumberland. And
1: not only that, you know, Heritage, yes, they shot, you know, 58%, Travis. But Cumberland put up 23 more shots Mm -hmm. than Heritage, and they won by nine. Wow, when you're putting up 23, Cumberland attempted 50 shots in that game last night. Heritage attempted 36. Mm-hmm. Wow, you shouldn't have won by nine when you're having that many opportunities at the basket. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cumberland though with the win, they are one and zero in conference play. They are eight and eight now in the season, so they're back to 500 for the first time since they were one and zero to start the year. It's the first time Cumberland has been. Uh, uh, at 500 or above this season. So there is some positives. Now you got to head onto the road to take on Farmer City on Friday night and probably one of the longest road trips of the year. Uh, that Farmer City team that, as you mentioned, uh, and we'll talk about in a little bit, lost to Arcola um, yep. yesterday. Uh, and they're 6-9 on the season as Farmer City. So, again, this Cumberland team seems to have a problem with they look at the record and say, we should beat them. Sure. And and you got to play the game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh you do and so uh we'll uh, see what happens there on on Friday long long road trip but Yeah. All right, I remember last time. glad well, it's a Friday. Yeah. I remember last time going up there to, uh, to yep. Blue Ridge and it wasn't very uh, competitive game. Uh there, but I guess we'll see what happens on uh friday Let's take a look at some other action uh, from uh, last night It was only getting the wind over f e m sixty six to a uh, fifty two only improves to twelve and two on the season. FEM drops to a 6-11 on the year. It was Winkler in the way for the Olney Tigers. 36 points he dropped last night against the Hearts. Uh, Brown was also in double figures for Olney, but those are the only two there. Uh, three are two players in double figures for the Hearts. Splechter led him with 14, uh, Logan Heil with 11, and uh, Garrett Wolf just missed out on double figures, 9 points there. Olney jumped out to the 18-7 lead. Uh, EvM closed the gap by halftime, only trailed by three, 24-21, and kept it close in the third, uh, but then a big fourth quarter uh, for Olney. 25 points in the final quarter, give the Olney Tigers a win, 66-52. Didn't fare so well for the other FEM school uh, as well. Robinson, uh, they defeated St. Anthony 53 to uh, 43. Uh, as a uh, lull, led the way uh, for Robinson, he had, had, he had 20. Uh, Gilmore had 11. Uh, Parker with 10. And Wentz had uh, 10 points as well for the Maroons. So there you are. Four guys in double figures for Robinson. They jumped out to the 12-7 lead after one. They led at halftime, 21-17, and then a solid second half for Robinson. Put the game away in the second half. Only one guy in double figures for St. Anthony. It was Ruta Ball. He had 10 points. Wessendorf and Faraday were both right there. They both had eight, but they fall there, do uh, the uh, Bulldogs uh, against uh, Robinson. And mm-hmm. oh, hey, they know they're familiar with uh, the Inlow Center uh, yep. last night being in the turkey tournament and uh, whatnot. There, uh, we also had uh, Paris pick up the win over uh, Dietrich, and that was uh, by uh, the uh, final of a uh, 43 of 41, a closely contested uh, game uh, there in uh, that one. And uh, let's see here, uh, Dietrich. They uh, were led in the uh, points department. Um, I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I, I guess I didn't there. Um, so it was uh, Saint Olaf Brownstown getting the win over Oblong Palhut seventy-two of thirty-seven. Oblong uh they start out the game uh, nice, fourteen-thirteen. They had the lead after one, but one point. That's all they score in the second quarter. Mm. As uh, Saint Elmo Brownstown outscored them 28 to 1 in the second quarter, 41 to 15, and Saint Elmo had the lead at, at half, and then they never looked back. Uh, Campbell was in uh, to the 20 points; he had 21. Atwood also had a 20. Next closest to double figures that was Paisley, there with nine. So Saint Elmo Brownstown, uh, they improved to eight and five on the uh, year. And uh, South Central, I said that. Outsmart playing good. Well, so is South Central. They had a little mini three game. Uh, losing streak there in December, but now they've turned it around. They've won nine games in a row, have Ooh. South Central, and they defeated Carlisle last night, 44-39. Uh, they had the six-point lead after one quarter. Uh, they led at the half, 31-18, but then Carlisle actually outscored the Cougars in the uh, second half to uh, keep it close there. Uh, Wattwood had 18, and Aiden Dotson had 17, and he also picked up his 1,000th point in his high school career, as well, so congratulations, uh, South Central, winning the Dietrich Holiday Tournament, and now they've won uh, nine games in a row. There, they got a big NTC matchup next week, I believe. Uh, to Topolis, uh, they can keep on winning. They bounce back, actually, after their loss in the championship to the FEM Topless Christmas Classic. They beat Monticello last night, 47-29. It was adventurous up there. They actually had a little bit of a delay due to the weather in uh, Monticello. Yeah. There was like a tornado warning and had to evacuate the gym and everything in, yep. up in that area. So uh, once they finally got it started, T-Town ended up winning this one. Uh, James Kneeberg, led the way. He had 15. Uh, Brendan Nebergie had 11 and a uh, seamer. He added 10 uh, points in uh, the uh, win, and I saw that a uh, Windsor two straws that uh, they defeated Nioga last night, 62-59, uh, and Windsor. they also are another team that has an argument of playing good ball right now. Uh, they fell to Lawrenceville in the Tri County Holiday Tournament, but they're 14 and three overall, and they proved to 2-0 in the NTC with that close win against uh, Nioga. Last night, and that game was uh, pretty much close throughout. Saw updates there on uh, social media, mm-hmm. and it was the two Wittenbergs, of course, leading the way for Windsor. Austin Wittenberg had 26. Jordan Wittenberg had a 14, but uh, Reynolds and Richards were right there keeping up with them for Nioga. Reynolds had 24. Richards had 20 uh, in the uh, close loss there to uh, the Hatchets last night in uh, the uh, in a TSC. And uh, let's see here. Casey, they defeated Charleston 75-56. to uh, 56. It was Villa Grove over Tri-County 58-47. Payne over Mattoon, a uh, close one 68-65. Uh, it was Mount Carmel over El Dorado 68-65. Was the final there in a boys basketball?
1: And I just want to point out Lawrenceville and Olney as your your hot teams. Still
3: That's right, throwing, man.
1: Throwing them out there. Lawrenceville fourteen and two. Olney twelve and two. See, I just kind of
3: threw out my out there willy nilly because I I watch them. Uh, I know every you night, see them but. every game, so <laughs> I I understand. Uh, we have uh, girls basketball from last night as well as uh, this was a uh, makeup as CHBC they defeated uh, Dietrich in NTC place so uh, counting it's their tenth victory of the year they're ten and five three and one in the National Trail conference saying it was 54-29 over Dietrich uh, CHBC led after the first quarter 13 to 7 then 34-16 at the half uh, Heckert led the way for the Bobcat she had 16 Rodman had 12 and Wojcik with 11 three players in a double figures there for CHBC and also last night it was a Paris defeating a Mount Zion and that one was by the final of sixty four to uh, thirty nine. So uh, Paris bounces back from their first L of
1: the season. Yeah, with a vengeance. Yeah, with seventeen vengeance. and one on yeah. the season are the Paris Tigers now. I just wanted to point out uh, Christ Our Rock and Decatur Lutheran also on your hot list. Sure, but like I said, Centralia and Decatur
3: uh, kind of out of the listening area.
1: LSA is in the same conference as they Cumberland.
3: Are. They are. give me that one I will uh, give you that and then uh, the only thing that we have uh, locally here is the uh, U of I game later on uh, tonight uh, at Northwestern at uh, 7 o'clock right here on Mm -hmm. 98.9 the game, and we'll close out the show talking about that Illinois game, plus what happened in college basketball uh, last night to uh, close out the show. But uh, right now we got to step away, and we're going to be talking to some NBA and what happened in uh, the league last night, as well as the association. They messed up. They said we bleeped up, Bulls. Sorry about you, but we'll talk about that coming up next here on the starting
1: lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios we will be right back.
3: It's here! It's here!
0: Uh, please sign here.
3: Yes, my brand new laptop. I love... Oh, there is a scratch on the lid.
0: 8 out of 10 refurbished computers have something on the blink. So if this happens, call Worth Computer Repair. Martin can fix everything from your battery to your internal hard drive, and he'll come to you anywhere, anytime. Call Worth Computer Repair, 618-292-1002. That's 618-292-1002. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
4: Our client's success is our success. When you're in business, planning a marketing strategy and keeping up with marketing trends can be tough. At Cromwell Media in Effingham, we get that, but we're here to help. That's what we do. Current marketing specialists at Cromwell Media in Effingham have years of experience helping local businesses grow. We've built many great relationships. Sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Cromwell Media offers a great opportunity to work with local businesses to help them grow. Experience is preferred, but we'll work with you if you're not. Main thing is to build relationships and to help people. We have the tools it takes to get you to the next level. So if you're ready for a rewarding career, we'd love to talk to you. Full or part-time positions available. For more information, go to effinghamradio.com or email your resume to sheila.myers at CromwellMedia.com or drop off at 405 South Banker, Suite 201 in Effingham. Equal opportunity, affirmative action employer.
1: When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save
0: money. But it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. I'm
4: in- one of your best players got injured, but not like on a play or anything. He got injured celebrating a play. And it's not like it was a game-winning play or in the playoffs. And he was out the rest of the season? Because he was injured while celebrating? Yeah.
0: Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your
1: renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance
4: and bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
0: Save now on appliances and more at the Truckload Event at Lowe's. For a limited time, get up to an additional $600 off select major appliances and instant savings from top brands like Samsung, LG, and Whirlpool. And you can take home what you buy same day. Plus, get store-wide savings on even more items. Head to your local Lowe's store or visit Lowe's.com to shop the Truckload Event today. Exclusions apply while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Vowel 1229-14.
1: And now... Some transition buckets that resulted in dunks from Fagan. He's he gets,
3: only a freshman, and he can throw it down. And yes. he's starting.
1: Nice. And he's Very starting. Nice. The starting lineup and jumping. He's their their tip baller. <laughs> so it just it just <laughs> on ninety eight nine the game. Eric Sports Center Update. The Blues held off the Maple Leafs in a 6-5 shootout victory in Toronto. The Blues blew a a two-goal lead after Toronto scored in the third period to send the game to the extra period after scoreless overtime. It was Brendan Shen who knocked in a walk-off goal in the fourth round of the shootout to get the win. St. Louis won two of its last three, and the Blues are in fifth place in the Central Division. They visit the Devils tomorrow night. Some college hoops action from yesterday. Lindenwood is going or er, going on today. Lindenwood's at Little Rock. Missouri State hosts Evansville, and SIU is at home against Drake. Chicago Blackhawks, well, they lost again as they surrendered three third-period goals during a 4-1 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning at the United Center. The Blues, uh, the Blackhawks, excuse me, um, are now 21 in their last 23. They have dropped, and Patrick Kane left the game in the second period with an injury as well. Chicago will host the Coyotes on Friday. Boy, I bet that's a hot ticket. The Blues will, or Bulls, gosh darn it. The Bulls will try to avoid a third straight loss when they host the Brooklyn Nets at the United Saturday night. Bulls are coming off that loss to Cleveland that maybe not was a loss. Chicago's tied for 11th place in the Eastern Conference with a 16-21 and 21 record. And in college hoops from yesterday, Northern Illinois lost to Akron. Tonight, DePaul is at Butler. Loyola vs. Davidson. Bradley travels to Murray State. Illinois State hosts Indiana State UIC. Welcomes Belmont. Valparaiso has a game against Northern Iowa.
3: Welcome back in to the two of the uh, starter lineup here on a 98.9 of the game. And Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry stumbling a little bit over some hurdles there I on the sports I just think
1: BL and think Blues. That's it. I just think Blues. Doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. Hey, Austin Matthews. Who last night uh, yeah. beat Toronto.
1: Yeah, I told
3: you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the Blackhawks losing, yes. Yeah. Well, go figure. Put money on that every game. Uh, there, yeah. So, uh, So speaking of the uh, city of uh, Chicago, the uh, Bulls, we talked about uh, Donovan Mitchell had uh, the absolute worst timing with uh, the best game in the NBA of uh, the season, uh, 71 points uh, uh, the other night against uh, the Bulls. But uh, after every game, the NBA kind of has evaluators for the uh, referee's performance and whatnot. And they come up Uh, with two-minute reports, and uh, they actually admitted uh, that they were wrong, that they missed a call. The officials missed a lane violation by Donovan Mitchell. You you see it clear as day on the replay uh, that I saw. I was like, man, that was – is that legal? And sure enough, it it wasn't. Uh, If you didn't see the the play, Donovan Mitchell was called – should have been called for a lane violation with 4.1 seconds left in regulation. He shot a free throw. He intentionally missed it so he could uh, try to get the rebound, and he was the one who ended up getting the rebound. They say that he left the line too early, and uh, then he just threw it up at the rim, and then that tied the game uh, there to a uh, force overtime there.
1: Of course we're going to get the short end of the stick. So the Bulls get the shaft on that one. The, Sorry. All leagues hate Chicago.
3: Sorry, we messed up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we made a mistake. Thanks. And then a lot of good
3: now. When I, when I was just looking up that, uh, I think it was earlier in the season, wasn't there like a Demir DeRozan uh Yep. That should have been called uh, yep. on him that they uh, said that they messed up on. Yes, so. there was. Sorry again, Chicago. Whoops. Uh, our bad. Whoopsie. Our bad. our bad. And apparently also they uh, also uh, missed a travel as well, I think, uh, by one of the uh, Lopez. I think it was Robin well,
1: Lopez there that they missed as well. To be fair, Travis, you don't call travel in the NBA. so no. that, I, I don't blame them for missing that one. <laughs> Not too uh, often. Tra- travel's never called.
3: And then also apparently... Uh, on Wednesday, Donovan Mitchell got hit with a uh, surprise drug test as well. I convenient. that. <laughs> That's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> Dropped in we don't
1: believe that you, Donovan Mitchell, can put up 71 points. Right. So.
3: Yep. So uh, here's a drug test. Oh, goodness. Surprise. Random. Random. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's uh leak uh, messed up oh, uh, the other night uh, against the Bulls. Uh, last night, uh, Giannis, he goes off for 55 uh, points last night in the victory against the uh, Wizards. So, uh, you know, you had Clay's 54 performance uh, the other night with Donovan Mitchell's 71 as well. And now uh, Giannis dropping 55 in the run that Luka uh, has been on uh, as well. Uh, so, uh, NBA, the star players are balling out and putting up performances night in and night out for the association. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder whooped up on the uh, Celtics 150 to 117. Uh, Josh uh, Giddy, 25 points career high for him in the blowout of the Celtics. And then also uh, the Kings beat the Jazz by two points as well. So, uh, marketing, balling out for the Jazz this season. Uh, unfortunately, he came up short in the yeah. loss. There, so uh, let's see what's going on uh, tonight. Is there anything uh, going on nationally on ESPN? A doubleheader, we got the Bucks and Raptors. Uh, the Bulls are hosting the, the uh, Nets. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're not on national TV. Uh, we also have the Heat and Lakers, so a revenge game for LeBron against the Heat. Not in Miami, though.
1: No. It's no. in LA.
3: Travis, so. I'm, I'm going to
1: say something. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking for another... I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pinpoint another guy to have 50 plus night. We've had two in a row of 50 plus nighters. I, I want to keep going. I want three in a row. Mm-hmm. So I am focusing in on Shea Gilchrist Alexander for the Thunder taking on the Magic. He could put up 50. Right, and just with. I think it happened over
3: kind of the the holiday and everything else happened in uh, sports as well. Was there like a brawl with the Magic and Pistons and a bunch of players were suspended uh, there for the Magic? So so maybe that's not too uh, far off there, not too far off of a uh, prediction. Uh, Just throwing out there that uh, I'll pick uh, Joel Embiid the 0 50 against the Pacers tonight. Yeah, that's not a bad pick either. And also, uh, you just backtracked your statement about Zion. I know. And then now he's out three now weeks. Now
1: he's in, out for three weeks. Yep. Uh, yep. Man. The kiss, the of, kiss death. of death. Strikes, strikes again.
3: again. Eric strikes again.
1: Hey, you know what? Sorry, Eric's Zion. It's bound to happen, Zion. <laughs> it's bound to happen.
3: Zion, sorry, is a hamstring injury this time. Around for
1: bound to happen to Zion. Zion cannot go a whole year without getting injured in some form uh, or fashion. Yeah. for uh, Big Z, thought a hey, turned turn it around, and
3: uh, nope, back on the injured list there. Yeah. So, all right. Pelicans
1: riding a two-game losing streak too. Yeah, not doing so well. You know who is doing well though, Travis? <laughs> Who's that? The Nets. The Nets and the Mavericks. Mavericks on a seven-game winning streak as well. Oh yeah with uh, Luka
3: doing the things that he's
1: doing, man. And the Warriors still on a five-game winning streak even with no Steph.
3: All right, yeah. How about that? They don't yeah, need him. They don't need him. <laughs> Steph who?
1: Steph who? All they need is uh, – I love that the Thunder are above the Lakers in the standings, by the way. I just want to <laughs> that point is, that out. That is funny.
3: That is funny. Uh, all right, so uh, let's uh, step away and let's close out the show talking about the Illini in uh, college basketball coming up next.
1: The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back.
2: Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well,
1: But mm-hmm. that is when ESPN news should be utilized. Yeah. Not cornhole. The starting lineup. It's pretty oh, it's pretty awesome. Sorry, bags.
3: Yeah, which is it? Is it bags or cornhole? Playing. I think, yeah, I I always go bags.
1: I always say that. On ninety-eight nine the game. <laughs>
3: Into the starting lineup here on 98 9 via game ESPN radio. Coming up here later on tonight on ESPN radio here on 98 9, it's going to be the Illinois Fighting Illini. They're going to be in action against Northwestern starting Big Ten play, getting hot and heavy with that. Of course, we're already two, oh and 2 in Big Ten play as of now, but we get our first Big Ten win tonight against uh, Northwestern. Of course, it's going to be in the Northwestern, uh, but I say that I'm not ever worried about playing Northwestern in basketball because uh, the I do have a overall record of 141-43 to 43 in this uh, series, and the last time that Northwestern has won in a series is in 2019. They won by two points, a fluke victory uh, there, and that was actually back-to-back years. Why didn't we play here, according to this thing that I've why didn't we play from, why didn't we play at all in 2018?
2: Hmm.
3: We just skipped the year there. We went from 2017 to 2019. Hmm. It's weird. We only played them. We didn't play them at all in 2018. That's weird. I mean, I guess we did play them twice in that season. It was both in 2019, so maybe that was it. Or
1: maybe one was, like, the very end of the 2018 season, which would have been the beginning of the year, and then one the late, later in 2019, like the actual... I don't know. Who knows?
3: Currently, we're yeah. uh, eight-game winning streak here, so, uh, like I said, dominated the uh, series uh, in Northwestern, 25-56 overall at home in uh, this series, and so, uh, you know, last game, of course, was just a little tune-up against uh, Bethune-Cookman, but... Uh, here we get the the test of uh, who this Illini team is going to be. Maybe not really because North Thurston's not that great. So uh, maybe we'll have to take a, another game to uh, figure it out. But we'll find out tonight.
1: I don't know Travis. Cause I don't know what big. I don't know what Atlanta team's showing up.
3: Yeah, I don't know how much Sky Clark is going to play or if he's going to play at all. I think that he was
1: practicing a little bit. Uh but um all I'm saying Northwestern ten and three, Illinois is nine and four. More importantly than that, Northwestern is seven and two at home and the Illini are 0 and one on the road.
3: Who have Northwestern even play? They played Michigan
1: State, that's it.
3: Georgia or Georgetown, sorry. That's it. They lost uh the Auburn, they lost to Pitt, and they just lost to Ohio State, so who they even played of those ten wins? So I'm just saying, numbers are numbers. Numbers are numbers, and I read the numbers for the all-time series there. Eight o'clock will be the tip-off right here on 98.9, nine, and Brian Barnhart back on the call, coming back from Tampa, coming into Northwestern tonight up in Evanston, and other game that's going on tonight in the Big Ten, Penn State matching up against Michigan. There this evening. What happened in college basketball last night? A top 25 action as Texas. They went down to a Kansas State high scoring affair. Is this the NBA or is this college basketball? Kansas State 116 to 103 over Texas last night. Defense optional there. 58 to 40 was the halftime mm-hmm. score. Texas put up 63 in the second half. Yeah. Wow. High-scoring affair you don't see every day in college basketball. You usually see scores like this, like Kansas being Texas Tech, 75-72. Tennessee over Mississippi State, 87-53. Pitt takes down Virginia by uh, three, so number 11 goes down. Uh, Wisconsin wins by three over Minnesota, 63-60. And uh, Fresno State also uh, takes down New Mexico. It was The last undefeated team in men's college mm-hmm. basketball was New Mexico, the Lobos, but they fell last night to uh, Fresno. So no more undefeated squads in college basketball, mm-hmm. at least on the men's side. There. Um, uh, top 25 action uh, tonight, uh, Charleston. Uh, yep, Charleston's ranked, uh, and Illinois not. There, 23. They're 23 against North Carolina A&T. Uh, Auburn against uh, Georgia. It'll be a good matchup in football, not so much yeah. basketball. Uh, Miami against Georgia Tech. Duke against NC State. Iowa State against Oklahoma. Number four, UConn against Providence. Uh, number 20, uh, Missouri against number 13, Arkansas. Good matchup there in the SEC and a TCU matching up with a Baylor as well. That would be a good matchup on the football field as well. But matchup on the hardwood. 17 versus 9 in Waco tonight
1: for TCU and Baylor. Uh Travis, just before we, we move on, I, I want to give a special shout out here. Uh they don't play tonight, they play tomorrow. Uh, and that's EIU. EIU, Travis, have won four in a row, including that Iowa win. After they started out the year two and nine, they're mm. now six and nine, um, with the, those four wins in a row. So uh, they're top in the OVC right now, and right now they're projected to be in seed if uh, the season ah, ends today. How about that? So congratulations to EIU. Now they'd be going up yeah. against Kansas and be in the playing <laughs> game. So I, I don't know if that's necessarily a win, but congratulations to EIU.
3: Making the tournament—that hey, would be that'd be huge. awesome. That'd huge success.
1: Awesome. And there. according to Jill Linardi and, and bracketology, they'd be on the opposite side of Illinois. So we could get an Illinois EIU national championship in theory. Ooh, how about that? How about that? What, a, <laughs> what would that would be. What would that look like? <laughs> ah, man, that would be that would be something. That would be something, yes. <laughs> Indiana State also predicted to be a 14 seed as of this moment. So Terre Haute, mm. not that far away either. No, congratulations uh, to the Sycamores.
3: Yep. You can say a stone's throw over there yeah. in, in Indiana. Local so.
1: area representation.
3: Yeah, just the uh, left and right. Yep. All right, so uh, we're out of time here on uh, the uh, show, uh, at least on the Trust Show. I'll catch the uh, podcast for uh, more coming up on the uh, pod. And coming up next here is Harry and a uh, Fitz on ESPN Radio. And enjoy. <laughs> Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still hanging out with you for a little bit here in the, the uh, pod. Coming up, we gotta clean up some uh, sports and area. Might hit up on uh, some NHL stuff as well. And I already mentioned a little bit about the uh, Blues winning last night against uh, the Maple Leafs. Yep. Any other news and the notes that catches our eye? As well, looks like a Dolphins going with their third string at quarterback this week in a must win game for Week 18. Uh, there no Tua, no Teddy Bridgewater either. So yeah, um, is there anything on Sports Center that? You sure, want to let's clean up?
1: talk about some Sports Center. The Cubs are trying to bring in a former All Star. John Heyman is reporting, which again take it for a grain of salt. With John Heyman um, is reporting that the Cubs are close to a deal with free agent first baseman Eric Hosmer. Hosmer yeah world series champion that's right gold glove winner four-time yeah. Gold glove winner the guy that uh was forced to be traded from the padres because um who was it that wouldn't wouldn't get traded mm, i can't remember now for the padres i mean i thought it was hosmer was it hosmer i think oh so. yeah he was supposed to go to washington something like that yeah so cubs don't put a no trade clause in the deal <laughs> Be an ender for me. The Carolina Panthers are considering a former NFC champion for their head coach vacancy. ESPN reports that Panthers owner David Tepper has had a discussion with Jim Harbaugh about the job. Harbaugh is currently the head coach at Michigan, a position he has held since 2015. Former NFL quarterback, also previous experience as the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. Harbaugh reportedly has sincere interest in the Carolina job. Panthers interim coach Steve Wilkes is still considered a strong candidate for the position. All right, if I'm Harbaugh, why? What is making me want to go to Carolina over all the other head coach vacancies? I know, right? There is nothing there. Right. The one thing that may have interest you before was Christian McCaffrey. Mm
2: -hmm. He's gone. Yep.
1: I mean, I guess maybe that's the appeal. You can build it from the ground up how he wants. Yeah. But you're starting off there behind the eight ball.
3: Right. Maybe you can resurrect Sam Darnold a little bit.
1: I guess the other thing is it's the weakest division. True. It's the weakest division. You barely have to be 500 to win that.
3: Yeah, when Tom Brady leaves this yeah. season, it's going to yeah. be even
1: weaker. Yeah. So maybe that's why. You that's can come true. In but,
3: I mean, also, you know, you didn't see any reports. We just kind of assume that, you know, the Colts will, will look at him. That's also a weak division, as oh, well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So come on, Indy. Make it happen. I mean, maybe
3: not when Tom Brady comes and plays for the Titans with his uh, BFF
1: Mike Rabel, but. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, As you mentioned, Zion's going to miss three weeks with that hamstring strain. He underwent an MRI on Tuesday that confirmed the strain. A star player on the Grizzlies is facing a lawsuit. TMZ is reporting that John Morant is accused of punching a 17-year-old during a pickup basketball game at his Shelby County, Tennessee home back in 2021. The suit Ah. claims that Morant got into an argument with the minor and knocked him to the ground with, quote, a closed fist, end quote, then struck the team several more times. Uh, Authorities say Morant claimed self-defense after he said the minor made verbal threats to, quote, light his house up, end quote, the case was submitted to the district attorney's office back in October, but officials declined to prosecute. <sighs> the Red Sox are avoiding arbitration with Rafael Devers, as we talked about. One year, seventeen point five million dollar deal, with the hopes of signing a long term extension in the future. The twenty six year old is set to reach free agency following the twenty twenty three season. Two time All Star hit two ninety five with twenty seven home runs and eighty eight runs batted in for Boston last year. And that does it for your Sports Center.
3: That does it for SportsCenter.
1: All right. So, mm. Mm.
3: also, uh, it came out that uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted this out like 20-some minutes ago that uh, Nathan Peterman is going to be starting for the Bears on Sunday. Good. And people on Twitter are so fickle.
1: They're upset about it?
3: They're upset about it. No,
1: keep Justin Fields healthy
3: feels is 64 yards away from breaking the single season rushing record for a quarterback.
1: He'll have another opportunity next year.
3: Maybe not. Maybe he injures his knee.
1: Then put him in at running back.
3: <laughs> and then he wouldn't be a quarterback. <laughs> this is all about <laughs> the quarterback ah, the tangle, rush. Angle web we weed. <laughs> I know. It's like what do you guys expect? You want him healthy for the future, you want him break a uh, I don't want to say a useless record, but well, so what if he de- would be the single season now? Oh, wow, you have two wins on the season. Yeah. Or whatever. What would that mean? Three.
1: Whatever.
4: Three. Are What's these the, the same people who
1: say that he's not even a, a good quarterback? Probably. Probably. Okay. All right. That's all I'm going to say about
3: that. <laughs> Probably, but Fields is in or Fields is out. Peterman is in for Sunday's matchup with the uh, Vikings, and really, this doesn't really matter for the Vikings either. So,
1: yeah, but I heard they're they're going with starters. Really? Yeah, that's the report that came out that I saw. Mm-hmm. While you're talking NFL, Travis, oh, the Miami Dolphins I say, yeah, they, it
3: doesn't matter to the Vikings at all. Why would they play their starters? I don't but, know. Man, yeah, the Dolphins
1: sign Mike Glennon. I did yeah, former Bear. Mm-hmm. 0 and 10 in his last 10 starts. Mm-hmm. That's who your playoff hopes rest on. All right. Either that or Skyler Thompson.
3: So take your pick there. Just signed Mike Lennon coming in. And then, you know, Skyler Thompson said that he's been taking first team reps in practice today. So uh... your playoff hopes ride right on the back of Skyler Thompson. It was so well. Look, You beat the Buffalo Bills, and you thought, oh, boy. Yep. We're going to the playoffs. Yep. Now, not so much. It is against just the Jets. They don't have anything to play for either, I guess, if they wanted to play spoiler, if that is their prerogative. <coughs> but uh, let's see, what do the Dolphins need? Uh, they uh, need to win against the Jets, plus have the Bills, or the Patriots lose to the Bills. So, mm. Cheering for a Buffalo like the rest of us, probably. Yep. And uh, so, uh, Dolphins, they can clinch that wild card. Four teams at 8-8, eight and eight, yeah. but, of course, the Jags are more worried about the uh, AFC South. Oh, yeah. So, they're in pretty
1: good shape for that.
2: Yeah.
3: All they need to do, whoever wins. Yep. Wins Winning, the in your AFC in. South. Winning your end. Winning your Uh But... All, or Jags can still lose and still get in. As it's just well, a lot so. harder. All right, yeah, definitely. Just go out and take care of business. Yep. Currently, uh, that game, uh, the uh, Jags favored by six points, opening up with the Titans. Of course, with their quarterback situation being in flux there as well, with who knows who started in second string, third string. But so big matchup on Saturday. Yep. Mm see here is there anything on the other side i mean uh heineke starting for the commanders Mm-hmm. so the commanders against dallas i believe right they are
1: yeah dallas favor by six and a half dallas possibly not having their starters play even though they could win the one seed that's mm-hmm. what it, i heard really which is dumb yeah i know yeah huh. It's weird. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Once he doesn't matter. The
3: bye doesn't matter. Apparently not. <laughs> not to the Cowboys. At least I guess. Yep. Yeah. Let's see if it works out. See if it works out for him. Uh, Seahawks Rams uh, also uh, that's important for Lions fans cheering hard for the Rams I don't think Stafford's is going to play though unfortunately but I did see that like last week or the week before he was on his podcast with his uh, wife that uh, they have and he said that he has no plans to retire he plans on keep playing mm-hmm. uh, even though he's been dealing with some uh, concussion issues and uh, difficulty there recovering from those concussions but he says he still plans on to continue playing there. So, uh, Rams, I believe with the loss last week, have set the most losses by a defending Super Bowl champion nice. the following season.
1: I mean, hey, I guess that's a goal to shoot for. It's not the one I would have shot for, but S-s-s-s- a goal is a goal. <laughs> yeah. I don't
3: know if it was anybody's goal, but ugh, a rough one. Rough one in L.A.
1: You're ready to get done with football. Aren't
3: I'm you? just ready for the playoffs to start, even though it should be an exciting NFL Sunday. Uh, it for should, sure. yes. I'll start with the Jags and uh, Titans. Hopefully, I'll be back home by then after basketball game mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday. So, yeah. anything else for, uh, for the peeps?
1: Yeah, I, I do, actually. I wanted to bring this up, and that is uh, something that came down from the NCAA yesterday. As the NCAA Division One Transformation Committee concluded its work, and they had a 22-page report that was released on Tuesday that recommends a variety of changes to the top level of college sports, but only one likely to catch the attention of the average fan. And what is that, Travis? Well, the committee is recommending allowing 25% of the teams in sports sponsored by at least 200 schools. So if there's 200 schools that compete in a sport, 25% of them should be allowed to compete for the championship. That opens the door to expand March Madness to 90 teams. 90? Because it opens up this door because they passed this thing. They're sending this recommendation that 25% of the schools that compete in a sport with 200 schools participating should be allowed to compete for the title. So since there are, what, 400 some schools or so. Uh, close to it uh, Mm -hmm. that play college basketball you would have to allow 25 percent of them to have a chance at the championship this could also affect football if you think about it as well Mm -hmm. so now they say it may take years for this to happen so we'll have to wait and see on that but uh would you like a 90 team march madness (laughs) no no that's too many i i agree What about a a 35-team football? (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, it could be in the future. The distant future, perhaps, but Mm. could be in the future. Uh, Two other things
3: that I did want to mention when we had our Illini segment on, that uh, Quan Martin, the safety for... Uh, Illinois, this season, he's decided to declare for the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. So I'll mark off another one off the defensive boards as yep. well. And I told you uh, the other day, I think it was yesterday, that I was worried about Isaiah Williams yep. uh, going into the uh, transfer portal. Well, another receiver is going into the transfer portal instead. It's Brian Hightower. Uh, he's going to enter into the uh, transfer portal as a grad uh, transfer there. So, uh, man, not great. Again, not so great looking into the future no. for Illini football, coming off the best season in quite a while.
1: Enjoy the one year while it lasted. That's yeah. the closest we'll get to playing on a important bowl game
2: mm-hmm.
1: in a while. We're I wanted to bring up today? that that one of Travis's favorite players taking a leave of absence. Oh well, I mean, I can't hate on for this now, Patrick McCaffrey from Iowa taking an indefinite leave of absence to address his mental health. Uh, McCaffrey, who is the son of the head coach, said in a statement he has been battling anxiety that has reached the point where it inhibits his preparation and performance in the games. And I'm glad you brought that up, Travis. I, regardless of what you think about Iowa, yeah, great job on this kid for stepping right, up. And, he's like averaging like 12 points a yeah, game. Yeah, and and being the son of the coach, there has to be a lot of pressure there as well. Yeah. Um, so for him to say say no, I need to get myself right and take a step back. There's a lot of NBA players that haven't done that, right? And these are full grown adults. I and mean, this guy's still yeah. a kid. And to have the wherewithal to say no, I need to take a step back.
3: I commend him for that. Definitely, yeah. And you just sometimes you just need to take that a step away from you know the sport they love, mm-hmm. obviously. But yeah, I, I did, I did see that yep. yesterday. Yep. So uh, hopefully. He gets uh, the help and hopefully he gets the the time and the space that he needs for sure.
1: Says that uh, that this has nothing to do with a cancer that he battled when he was 13. He had thyroid cancer, had two surgeries as well. But he says the leave of absence is nothing related to that. So Hmm. um, there you go. But I wonder if it had anything to do with that EIU whooping. Uh, Probably not. (laughs) Probably not the no. whole season in jeopardy
3: for Iowa. Just the the whole season in general. I guess I don't know how high expectations
1: there were this time around. I no. I bet losing to EIU was not on their list, but it's EIU is a March Madness team.
3: Definitely not. No. All right, so uh, we are going to get out of here for uh, the uh, day Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, Thanks for downloading. We'll be back to talk uh, college basketball and to recap that Illini game uh, from uh, this evening. So thanks for listening Uh, thanks for downloading. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace out.